0: Hello and welcome to Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. I'm John Stillman, alongside Joel Johnson, certified financial planner and the CEO of Johnson Brunetti, the official wealth management partner of the Yukon Huskies. He's been published in Forbes and the Hartford Business Journal. He's the host of Better Money on WFSB Channel 3. On the Saturday and Sunday morning news with Kara Sundland, also on WCBV Channel Five in Boston, he's been an analyst for Fox Connecticut, NBC Thirty, and WTNH Channel Eight, and the author of six of his own books, including most famously *The Money Map*. Joel, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for your wisdom as always. Hope you're doing well this week. I'm doing great this week. Excited about the show today. We have a very special guest
1: um, that we will hear from in just a moment, and then we're going to talk about the ten-step layoff survival guide that our firm has created and this will give so many people in the state that are having just a, a rough time right now either working for companies that have changed and so they don't want to work there anymore or they look at possibly an early retirement offer or a layoff and uh, this is a 10-step guide that will help you prepare even if you haven't gotten that notice it'll help you prepare for someday if you're going to get that notice which unfortunately is happening for time to time we have some industries that are growing like crazy in our state and other industries that are shrinking
0: and you mentioned our special guest. The way we're going to bring this special guest to you is over the course of the next few shows. Uh, so, Joel did a, an interview that was about a half an hour with David Lehman. David is the commissioner of the Connecticut Department of Economic and Community Development. And uh, we're going to release that conversation in its entirety as a Money Wisdom podcast probably next week, uh, but wanted to give you just a couple of little samples from that interview here on the radio. Uh, one of the things that you'd ask David about, Joel, I, I think really the first thing you asked him about was you know, companies leaving Connecticut. You know, obviously there's been a lot of attention around that, and uh, here's what he had to say about that situation.
1: So let's talk about the first thing that you mentioned, which is you know, businesses leaving Connecticut or the, the Connecticut environment. For for businesses to come in being a little bit stagnant, and it, it, people criticize this all the time, and and you know one of the things that's easy to do to criticize is to criticize without having any any kind of ideas behind it. I'm sure with your business experience, you've got some ideas on why the problem yeah. exists and some of the things that can be done. So talk about that a little bit.
2: Absolutely, and and first off, and listen, you're already uh, you're already seeing I think a change here. So Lamont is the first businessman to run the state in in 30 years over 30 years actually and and he is uh, very pragmatic and outcome focused and, and i think you see that in his decisions and his policies so you know, for example we've been very vocal about uh, not raising taxes, and, and I think tax certainty is a thing that economies need. Whether that's if you're going to raise your family here, or you're going to build a factory here in Connecticut, you need to understand what the state is going to uh, to, to look to you as a business or as an individual or a family uh, as it relates to taxes. So the, the the state, and this is not a Democratic or a Republican thing. Candidly, you, you've had uh, governors on both sides of the aisle raise taxes, and I think the the state needs to provide more tax certainty, and that's you know point one in terms of growing the economy and giving folks confidence. Uh, and I think you, you've you heard that loud and clear from the governor. We actually, the state was upgraded by Moody's yesterday for the first time in 20 years to, to AA3. So we still have, um, you know, longer term fiscal issues that we need to deal with. But tax certainty is important. And it was nice to get the recognition uh, by Moody's because that's going to save us money and in interest payments going forward. In addition, what, you know, when you think about economies that have been successful, Joel, beyond the tax certainty point, uh best-in-class infrastructure and, and in my mind that that's not just roads and bridges that's broadband uh as well these days given work from home i think is here to stay that's critical and then education and workforce is really the third leg in addition to cities we can talk more about that but that's really what you need to make sure the environment is open for investing and again certainty and stability goes a long way and i think if we can if we can provide that Um, I I think we're going to see a lot more uh, migration and a lot more business investment in the state.
0: So, Joel, I'm interested in your thoughts on that. I mean, what is your confidence level, as he referenced to Governor Lamont being the first businessman in 30 years to run the state, and uh, just your general feeling on where you see Connecticut taxes going in the short run and the long run, and then how do you advise your clients accordingly? Well, just to start with Governor Lamont, what I've seen, and I had a chance to meet him at a um at a
1: recognition event for some of the folks uh, that have been doing amazing work in healthcare probably goes back a year and a half or so. Uh, I think he's doing a very good job. You know, it's very clear what he wants. He wants Connecticut to be a state where people are attracted to move to. He wants Connecticut to be a state where our young people stay once they graduate from college. And he does get it. Now, just because he gets it doesn't mean it's gonna get through the legislature. Or he's gonna be able to get the bills introduced by the state legislators, because remember, that's how, that's how it works. Those bills have to get through the houses. But if he's leading the way, which it certainly appears that he is, and of course, um, David Lehman, very well spoken, and, and is there with the governor trying to make these things come true, I, I have a pretty high degree of confidence that we're going to see some progress in this state that we haven't seen for a long time. In the past, we've had tremendous resistance from people in the legislature and also from from special interest groups of people making moves that would be positive to Connecticut and there's also been this attitude of well you know people don't know what it's like it's not really any better in Texas or Florida or Tennessee and and it's just refreshing to hear a key advisor to maybe the key advisor to governor Lamont um, say these things I'm very encouraged I'm very excited and and um, I'm, I'm very proud that we have people driving this ship in the right direction for as as David Lehman said for the first time in in quite a few years, we have a business person that gets it. Regardless, Democrat, Republican, that doesn't matter. Somebody that understands business, that you have to have a profit and loss. You have a balance sheet with your assets. You you have to attract talent. I mean, those are the things we need in this state.
0: Another thing you asked him about was uh, college students leaving the state after college, and you referenced some of your own family's experience there. Let's listen to that conversation.
1: Can you elaborate a little bit on the education, um, aspect of this? We have a lot of kids that come to Connecticut to go to college and we've got some world-class universities here, including actually the university of Connecticut, which, um, I was surprised my son got in and a lot of his friends did not get in. I did not realize it was that hard of a school to get into relative to what it used to be, which was sort of a safety school. And yet it seems like we lose some of those kids, um, And I'm not sure what the answer to that is because, you know, I'm 58 years old. Seems like a pretty awesome place to live and work to me. But we're losing the kids. And, And I'm not sure what the reason. I can understand the excitement of living in a Boston or something like that. But there must be some other factors that you've thought about.
2: Yeah. So, so you make a great point. There's uh, 200,000 college students at any point in time in Connecticut. We are a net importer to our over 40 institutions. You mentioned UConn, we've got Yale, there's fabulous two and four year schools across the state. You know, I think there's going to be a focus and there has been on creating what we'd call a stickiness. And I think some of that comes down to uh, internships, uh, for example, staying in Connecticut versus going to Boston. So making sure that employers here are focused on in-state talent that is coming out of those schools But in addition, I I, I think this is where I think our cities are um, really important, right? Folks, kids coming out of college, they want opportunity, they want jobs. They want, it's not just that excitement, but they want to understand what their future is. And, And I think we need to do a better job here in the state of painting that picture and again, creating that stickiness. I think a part of it is absolutely going to be um, further investments in our cities, where a lot of the amenities uh, that a lot of the younger folks want—not just younger folks, but older folks as well—I uh, I think that's going to be important to create the attraction to Connecticut. Because if we offer the best opportunities for those students, they will stay here. And listen, I do think um, you know the, the the pandemic. One of the silver linings is I, I think this is a bit of a tailwind. I think. Connecticut's smaller cities and more suburban areas, I do think, are more attractive to folks and having those open spaces. So we'll see. Last year, we saw close to 20,000 uh, net in-migration to Connecticut. That was the first time for for over a decade. Uh, we've not seen at that level, I should say. You know, we don't have a sense of how, how much of that is the 20 to 30-year-old set. But, you know, anecdotally, we see through real estate, I, I think a significant amount of it was younger, younger uh, people and younger families coming to the state.
0: So, Joel, uh, I'm interested in your thoughts on that as well. Obviously, you've had all of your boys go through the college process now, and you know some are still in the state, some are not. And I think for a lot of people, you say, well, Joel works primarily with retirees. Why does he care what college students are doing after college? But that indirectly is going to affect the economy, which is going to affect your retiree clients, right? Well, it's huge.
1: I mean, if if we have a vibrant economy where young people, where talent, intellectual power, technology is staying here in this state, maybe even being innovated in this state, which we've seen in uh, the the biotech industry, that makes for a more vibrant economy. That makes for a fresh feel when we go out to dinner and and we see young people around or even, you know, I say young, that could mean under 40, but certainly – uh, people that have just graduated from college staying in the state, it, it's, it's pretty exciting. I tell you, I agree with David. The opportunity is absolutely there. The, the, I don't know of one person that was in the computer science department, part of the engineering school at, um, at UConn, that did not get a job offer, maybe more than one, and are all working right now. Now, that it could be out there, but I don't know of any. Um, and my son got a great job here. In, in Hartford he's excited to stay um, his friend that was one year behind him they put play hockey together he now works for the same company and so there's definitely a lot of opportunity here and and that's what we need. If people are going to retire in the state of Connecticut and they're not going to bear an inordinate tax burden, we need economic growth. And, and what's happening in our cities is exciting. You know, if you look at Blueback Square, which I realize West Hartford is not one of the bigger cities, but, you know, Blueback Square is exciting. Uh, when we get our hockey teams, uh, minor league hockey teams and, and the yard goats are going to start playing baseball again down in the city, you know, there's be some really good things that happen. So again, I, I can't address, as much, I, I feel more excited about what's going on up at the Capitol now than I have in a long time. Uh, For a long time, there's been this attitude that I don't agree with, and, and I'm seeing that attitude shift, and I think it's very exciting.
0: So again, that was a couple of clips from the interview Joel had with David Lehman. David is the commissioner of Connecticut's Department of Economic and Community Development. Again, we will release that entire conversation. It's about a half hour Uh, on the Money Wisdom podcast, but we'll also bring you a couple of highlights from it here on the radio show over the course of the next couple of weeks as well. Joel, I think it's important to have these conversations about more macroeconomic kind of conditions um, that don't affect just one person, Uh, but at the same time, it's crucial that we have these more microeconomic conditions that we look at your specific situation and your particular retirement plan. We have to take the big picture thing that's happening with governments, whether it's local, state, federal, we have to take those things that are happening and we have to marry it up with what's going on in your personal life. And that's what makes a good, solid retirement plan.
1: Well, there's no question about that. And, you know, we've been talking about a lot of the positive things that may happen, but the bottom line is when you're turning a ship around, some some things get left behind and in this case, there are still some companies that are doing the early retirements. There are still companies that, you know, because of what we learned during COVID, won't bring all of their people back or will reshuffle. And there's people out there that are getting early retirement offers or maybe even forced layoffs. And, and so, you know, we've seen a lot of them we're able to help a, a ton of those folks over the last year or so. And just explain what happens when you come in and visit with us and you get that financial plan we call a money map. You come in, you have a cup of coffee. It's real simple. You're going to call our 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 appointment. You're going to leave a message because we don't have people working here over the weekends. We think people should have their weekends to themselves, but you're going to call in, you're going to leave a message. We'll set up a time on Monday for you to come in, visit with us, have a cup of coffee and go through your financial situation. And then the key thing we focus on there is your dreams and what can get in the way of those dreams. I like to call them obstacles. Dreams and obstacles. And we want to deal with those obstacles see if there's anything that we can help you overcome those obstacles with whether it's a tool or a strategy or maybe even a financial product some type of investment strategy maybe you just need the confidence that you're in good shape and we do an income plan for you but it all starts with that initial visit that's just a relaxed visit no pressure no charge and so what I'd like you to do, call right now call one 1232 if there's any uncertainty financially in your future call now set up that time. You're going to leave a message and we're going to call you back and we're going to set up that time for us to visit with you and give you your personal financial plan. We call it the Money Map. That'll give you more confidence in what lies ahead and it should reduce the fear of
0: what's going on right now with all the uncertainty in the world. Again, that number to call if you'd like to take advantage of the Money Map Retirement Review for yourself, 800-705-1232. That's 800-705-1232. No cost or obligation, and you'll get a copy of one of Joel's books when you come in for your Money Map Retirement Review. Again, 800-705-1232 is the number to call. You're listening to Money Wisdom. Joel Johnson is a certified financial planner and the CEO of Johnson Brunetti, the official wealth management partner of the Yukon Huskies. Joel, you referenced earlier in the show that you're holding in your hands, the 10-step layoff survival guide guide. I don't know if we'll have time to cover all 10 of those steps here on the remainder of the show, but in the time we have remaining, let's go through some of the highlights. Again, the 10-step layoff survival guide. A lot of people have been dealing with that over the course of the last year. What kind of guidance can you give us from this? Well, first, let me say that this is a book that you need to get. You need to get this book. Um,
1: Again, it's 10 steps. It's all the things that you need to make sure you've dealt with in real simple, plain English if you are getting a layoff or if you're worried you're going to have a layoff and it's everything from just basic issues you know taking it one step at a time determining what your living expenses are and so on to the major issues like what are you going to do with that pension if you have a pension should you take a lump sum or should you take the monthly payouts there are a lot of different pieces that go into that decision it's not as simple as just googling it and looking at you know or, or looking at some financial magazine you pick up at the grocery store Um, determine if you have to go back to work a lot of people are much better shape than they think they are so maybe you don't have to go back to work let us run that analysis for you uh, to find out and then of course little things like getting a social security estimate Um, you want to make sure that if you have a pension or social security coming your way or especially if you're a school teacher and the pension works kinda different than regular companies you want to get those plugged into the analysis which is gonna give you a lot more confidence. And these are some of the things that you will read about when you get this book, The 10 Step Layoff Survival Guide. So let's pretend for a minute that you or a friend of yours have gotten that news that you're going to get laid off or maybe you even know that you're going to get laid off or that early retirement offer you want to get this book because one of the things that happens is when in when uncertainty is injected into our lives sometimes we lose focus there's a there's a saying about when you're scared or you go into survival mode your vision gets very tight and very small when you're relaxed your vision is very very wide well that's what that's how emotions affect us and when we Get that bad news, whatever area of our life it's in, we tend to blow things a little out of proportion and we tend to focus way too tightly and we don't see the big picture. And this guide will help you see the big picture. So, you know, again, a few of the steps. Determine if you even have to go back to work. Sometimes going back to work is just a a knee-jerk reaction. And some of you know you're in in pretty good shape. You could retire. It's just different. Getting your Social Security estimates. And more importantly, understanding how Social Security works because there are so many different choices, different claiming strategies, coordinating Social Security with your pension, um, considering that lump sum payment that I had mentioned earlier. What about health insurance? Hey, if you're not 65, you have to deal with health insurance to bridge the gap until you can go on Medicare all the choices that are out there and staying on your employer plan switching over to uh, maybe a plan that you get through the exchange program what are those options we deal with those again in the survival guide so you will wanna get the guide it's got so many different things in it that will help you start this journey that could be new and I tell you if you're worried as a lot of people are right now, that your company is going to restructure. You know, we we talked with David Lehman about all the positive things that are happening in the state, but unfortunately, some damage has been done. Some of these companies have done damage to themselves. It's not even the state's fault. And so we want to make sure you're prepared if you get that layoff notice or even if you don't get the layoff notice, but you're feeling a little uncomfortable with the future, want to make sure you get this guide into your hands and we can even get you a second one for a friend of yours.
0: And I have to imagine, Joel, that there are a lot of people, you know, you referenced maybe you can go ahead and retire and you don't even recognize that. I think a lot of people, you've told yourself, I'm going to retire at 65. And for years, that's the goal. Um, If suddenly something gets dropped in your lap and you now say, well, I'm 61, I could actually go ahead and retire, but that isn't what I'd planned on. I think that even if the math works, (laughs) <laughs> for you to retire at 61. I think for a lot of people, it's hard to pull that trigger just because that isn't what they'd planned on. Yeah, you're absolutely correct, John. It's very difficult. It's it's a little bit
1: like you know a fish doesn't know they're in water until you pull them out of the water. Well, you know a, a person thinks about retirement, but they really don't know what it feels like until it happens. So one of the things you want to do, because there's going to be this emotional shift, there's going to be this fundamental shift when you go into retirement is remove as much uncertainty as possible and getting a financial plan getting a projection a prediction to the highest probability of what your life is going to look like from a money standpoint relieves some of that uncertainty so you can deal with the things you know that I mean I I know somebody that retired just about six months ago and the first couple months was really strange for them they felt like they'd lost a little bit of their meaning and their their impact in life because they weren't working anymore figured out they well first of all it's COVID but even if it wasn't COVID I can't play golf every day and so it's an interesting time retiring and it really helps to get that projection done because again from a financial standpoint many people we talk to here at Johnson Brunetti we find out that they're in much better shape than they thought they were and that's a huge relief but until you get that until you see that on paper in the financial plan It's simply not quite concrete enough, and it just adds
0: more anxiety to a very uncertain situation. You're listening to Money Wisdom, and we're talking about the 10-step layoff survival guide. Joel, anything else on that list we need to be aware of? I would say that a checkup on your estate plan is important, whether you're about
1: to have a big change in occupation or not. It's so important to have... An estate plan that's in order and I'm experiencing and I'll talk about this probably in the next couple of weeks a situation a family situation where an estate plan was an excellent estate plan but a couple little details weren't followed through with the folks that that owned the estate plan and it's creating a little more work from the for the heirs and so that's one issue Um, But, you know, pensions tie into that, 401Ks tie into that and so on. So just really creating an inventory of your resources. And I would say create them with a professional because the rules all changed with the CARE Act. And where you thought you were going to take your money from in retirement might have completely changed when the CARES Act came through last year. So um, that's another example, John, of just information that people get when they get the 10-step layoff survival guide and the follow-up information that they can request from us
0: when they realize there are specific situations that they need to address. So we'll give you the number once again here in a moment to get that guide for yourself. But Joel, just some final thoughts on that. For somebody who has, as you said, not gotten the news that they've been laid off, but they're just a little bit uneasy. Uh, How often do you see people where they're worried about what's going to happen with their company? And then they come in and they get that money map retirement review. And suddenly they see, oh, huh, you know what? I don't even care what happens at work. If they keep me on, fine. If I get laid off, fine. Because they have that confidence of knowing what's going on with their money.
1: Well, we see that a lot. And imagine that. Imagine if you're all worried about getting laid off or getting offered an early retirement package and you know, you're know you discussing it with your friends and your coworkers. And, and then you find out, you know what? I can work if I want to, but if I don't want to work or if I don't, have to work anymore it changes the decisions you make and you know it's almost that feeling that many of you had when you first paid off your house and you ended up with zero debt at all and the freedom you felt to not owe anyone anything Well, imagine at your job if you came to the feeling not just intellectually but you really felt like I don't need to work here I work here because I want to work here then all of a sudden you're bulletproof from all the stuff going going on around you and the anxiousness people feel and the things that are coming down from the from the head office of the company and so on. So we see that all the time. People relax when they find out that they have the freedom that they've wanted for so long, and they already have it. It's almost like, you know, you've won a game. Why keep playing a game that you've already won? Once you've won the game, the game of preparing for retirement, sit back, bask in the glory of it. And then work if you want to. And it's a it's a great feeling we've seen people have right here in our office. So, folks, I want you to get this 10-step layoff survival guide. The way to get it is come on in, visit with us. Uh, we will give you a money map to go along with it. The number is 1-800-705-1232. Again, it's one 800 seven zero five one two three two again what's going to happen what's gonna happen is you're gonna call that number and you're gonna leave a message I don't have my folks working over the weekend I think weekend is family time somebody's gonna call you back from our team on Monday and we'll set up a time for you to come in and visit with us. We want to be able to put this guide in your hands, go through the highlights, and then make sure out of all the other resources we have at one of our offices that we point you in the right direction so you can have that feeling of financial security. So call now one 800 705
0: 1232. Two. So if you'd like to get that 10-step layoff survival guide, all you need to do is call or text right now again that number is 800-705-1232. It's 800-705-1232. Leave a message, let us know you'd like the 10-step layoff survival guide, we can have that set aside for you at the office. You can swing by and get it at your convenience. Again that number 800-705-1232. Joel, thanks so much, as always, an action-packed show today. And we'll do it again next week right here, same time, same place, on Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. Money Wisdom
1: is sponsored by Johnson Brunetti. Investment advisory services offered through JB Capital, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products offered through JN Financial, LLC. Johnson Brunetti is a paid
2: sponsor of the Yukon Huskies athletic program.
0: Better Money is sponsored by Johnson Brunetti.